1: Hello, I'm Clive Anderson. Welcome to My 7 Wonders Live. In the My 7 Wonders podcast, I ask a special guest to select and talk about the seven wonders of his or her world. This episode is one of several we recorded in front of a live audience at the 2022 Edinburgh Festival Fringe. And the guest joining me for this recording is a comedian who started life in Chicago, Illinois, before moving on to New York, New York, and eventually London, England. She's also appeared several times at the Edinburgh Festival Fringe, as well as on Live at the Apollo and other TV shows and comedy programmes. So here we are with an enthusiastic Edinburgh Fringe audience exploring the seven wonders of Sarah Barron. Sarah, please sit down. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good to see you, Sarah. Good
0: to see you, Clive. Thanks for having me.
1: So I know you've done the Edinburgh before. You've done it once before or two or three times before? I've done it before? twice yes, before, yes. in
0: 2018 and 2019, yeah. and then we had the old Pandy. Yes. And now here I am back, Excellent. back in action.
1: And so tell us about your show. just to get so that Oh, so the show
0: you, is, um, this is my advert, most of my advert yes. at the beginning. It's yeah, at yeah. 7.15 at the Pleasance Upstairs. Yes. And what I'll say is, is that we're all about to get to know each other over the course of the next hour. And I there's a percentage of people in here, I can only hope, yeah. who will find me like, delightful and warm and funny. And if that's how you feel about me, you should come to see the show. There'll be plenty of others, arguably the majority, who are like, she was too much. (laughs) So if I strike you as in any way grating, then you should skip it. <laughs> well, that's very decent. That's of it, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. the whole thing. Is yeah. that you know? It's an hour of stand-up. I worked hard on it. Sometimes yeah. I think it's good. Other times I don't like it.
1: Do, do you know? a, a comedian sometimes Sometimes a funny thing happened to me on the way to the theatre. That was like a yes, 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 yes. Well, a funny. I don't say it's a funny thing, but it's one of those odd things happened to me on the way here. So uh, Edinburgh's great for for walking around because people are. It's like the you know the Nashville of comedy. So people, oh, I know him. Yes. I know her. And a, a very charming woman came up. She's oh, Clive Anderson. Can I have a selfie? So we did, had a selfie together. She'd Gave me a big hug, and uh, I asked her what she was going to do, and she told me. And she said, "What are you about to do?" I said, "I'm going to do my show." And she said, "Okay, bye." She said, "If you're such a big fan, you want a selfie? Surely you want this to know is. what my show is and, uh, and come to see it." But
0: it didn't even cross her mind. Cross, no. She just wanted that selfie. Yes, I think. She Did you just, enjoy the hug, or do you get overwhelmed when that happens? I, like I'm when not, they want to touch I'm you? I'm not
1: a natural hugger myself.
0: I can tell that just looking yeah. at
1: you. <laughs> so COVID for me, I mean, whenever I had to be standoffish, is, is how I've always been but I've never known in my sort of uh, dealings with showbiz and welcoming guests on I've never quite known what to do because often people sort of embrace as they're old friends what,
0: how do you feel about a handshake
1: well a handshake I've done but I've also I've also this. I used to do this give type, me a hard one no no oh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> give me a firm shake okay,
0: firm yeah, okay. yeah 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 I just wanted to okay.
1: for a couple of times I tried this with the females and I sort of kissed their hand. oh and it just looked creepy. It just, it, so it felt it, I, creepy it, just now. Yes. And I didn't even do it. I was just explaining it. That's uh, so anyway. So I, no
0: hugging. You yeah. tried kissing that one poorly. Yeah. And now you're thrilled by COVID because people died, but at least you didn't have to touch anyone. Exactly. Fantastic. That's, okay, good.
1: You've got it in one. Okay, you, good. You've summed me up so quickly. I, I get it. Just, just met me. Um, <laughs> oh. So uh, now, uh, just to, so that we can sketch in your background, I know from my deep, deep research yes. that you started life in Chicago.
0: Yes. And then
1: you, you went to New York for a while.
0: Yes, And this now, is you, right. you,
1: now you live in England, uh, London, I think. But That's it, correct. Yeah. Yes, and you've married somebody British. Yes. 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 Now, did you meet somebody British in America, and then he you came home with here, or did you meet him here? And uh,
0: yes, this is all, this yeah. is the history. Yeah. Um, and I'm so interested in where you got it because it's all correct, but I'm yeah. nonetheless, it's it's right. Yeah. and not available online, and yet you found it anyway, which I found suggests you've been doing I this found a while. I um, Okay, so yes, I was living in New York. I went there for university. I'm from the area of Chicago I'm from. is sort of like, um, if you picture, anyone seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. So I'm from the wrong side of the tracks of that area, which is like suburban Chicago. Went to school, went to university um, in New York City. I'd been living there about 14 years. And I was out one night and I met this guy who is a Mancunian da, 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 da. Yeah. I know my absolute favorite and I do so many impressions of him in my show mm-hmm. like his he is very relevant to my show but my attempt at a northern accent would be the worst thing that happened to all of us so I can never do the northern oh go
1: on, go on. it's
0: almost like you want to embarrass me for fun <laughs> well if I do this okay no I'm just kidding the... <laughs> I do do a cockney one in on yeah, the show if that yeah. can lure, the, lure you in okay no, all right, hold on, hold on. Someone who is northern, yeah, say right now, say the word pies. pies. You again, pies. that one, that one, pies. pies. I told yeah. you, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do it, do it, embarrass yourself, yeah. No applause, yeah. no we're- it's, I've lived here long enough to know that was going to happen, but very, anyway.
1: It's very good you can do an impression of somebody as long as they repeat the word yeah, <laughs> several you, times. Can you just say it happened. a few more times? Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, he was in New York for work. We met. And I know this is the cheesiest phrase, mm. but it's true. It, you know, when you know, you know. So I kind of knew, but not in a romantic way, just in like a, oh. That's him. That's the guy. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nice. But also, oh, but okay. Like, <laughs> not like you, but you know, like when you immediately get the size of someone, like yeah. in an hour, that was yeah. sort of what happened. So I immediately knew all the things that would be great. Yes. And all the things that would be difficult. Okay. And it's been like 12 years and I've been correct about all of them.
1: Oh, well, that's yeah. good.
0: Are, yeah. you, um, are you married?
1: I am married, yes. How long has it been? It's been a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Only
0: marriage? Yeah, and there's
1: no time for another marriage. I got, oh, okay, I, great. I got married in 1981. So, oh, okay, fine, so fine, fine. I, don't, fine. I, well, I suppose I could have been married before then, but uh, I no, wasn't. this is
0: your one and done.
1: Yes, one and one, one and done, one, one and done. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. You get the things that are attract you're attracted by uh, when you first get to know somebody. Um, they stop necessarily being the, th- you know. I, the th- yeah. you know, oh, how charming you're always late for things. You know, uh, you know yeah. and uh, you know, that's, you know, that's. Oh, of you of can't
0: things. consider other people's needs. That's where I always get to <laughs> with the lateness stuff. But, um, <laughs> Oh, you're more important than the rest of us. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I call it, you know, people are always like seven-year itch, whatever. And that thing where you're like, oh, there was this thing. And it was you. And it was magic. And it was Mm. hot. And then it's to me, it's the 11-year rash. It's like 11 years later, it's the same thing where you're like, oh, God. But that's even not quite what I mean. I mean that like immediately I knew, oh, here will be the good things. And this is what is going to annoy us as we get further into it. But oh. but anyway, but he was nice enough, yeah. and I was ready to settle. And um, sh- good. The woman who laughed at that yeah. seven fifteen at the yeah. Pleasants upstairs. Yeah. I'll see you.
1: I think there's a slightly worried laugh. That you think, what is what is our husband? It. What does our husband? I'll think? take a
0: worried laugh. Yeah. I can yeah. I can manage a worried
1: laugh. I, if he ever hears this, because my wife is absolutely wonderful, uh, and also she never listens to my stuff, so I don't even have to clear that up. But uh,
0: that's yeah. nice for you guys. Um, <laughs> we so anyway. The point is. Yeah he did seem great and so we did a long distance thing and then and listen the the feminist in me hates to say this but it is the truth of the story he was more successful he had a less transportable career yes. so i moved here right. and that was 10 years ago almost exactly
1: so do being a stand up comedian in in britain yes with wh- And you've got an American perspective, accent. Does does that help you? Does that give you a sort of... uh, It it picks you out from the crowd.
0: I think that's... I think, first of all, what I've been told many times is that I have American energy. Yeah. I don't think that that's a compliment. (laughs) Anyway, I I think it's like so many of these things, it's like blessing and a curse. I think you are made more distinctive. I also think that what i have learned across 10 years is when an, like when an american hears a british accent we're yeah. like oh my god where are you i love shakespeare that's yeah. so fun yeah. whereabouts are you Where are you from? I went, you know, whereas you people hear this, I come out and it's this, and you're like, oh, Jesus. Like, (laughs) it's just immediate panic that I'm going to be like, this is awesome, (laughs) USA, which I won't do because you guys have spent a decade just exfoliating the positivity right off me. That is the. those are lines that I've I had know. to prepare because yeah, yeah. I, no one I feel perhaps incorrectly that no one is excited by an American accent yeah. so we meet each other and I have to like start to convince you yes. that I'm one of the good ones right and that yeah. can take an hour
1: yes uh, well you've got you've got this hour and then your hour later on yeah but then I gotta tri- start all yeah, over again okay class. well let's let's get on with the uh, the wonders okay. uh, uh, so your first wonder is Broadway yes. so this I'm assuming you mean in the shows on Broadway in New York, rather yes, than Mill whole... Hill Broadway, you happen to have visited.
0: In fact, that doesn't I... even
1: work. Out here. So... <laughs> no, not that one. Yes, no. so
0: so I think, like for better and worse, sometimes when people see me perform, I seem like a stand-up who would rather not rather be an actor. That's terrible. But um, like like I mean, I just I want a big stage. Yeah. I want like, I seem like really what I want to be doing is singing and dancing right. because really what I would like to be doing is singing and dancing. Yes, yes. However, I am terrible at both those. Th- I mean, look, I'm kind of okay at both of them, but not good enough to really do it. Well,
1: it's very competitive in on Broadway, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Okay. And I'm like, my singing is sort of like it with the right song in the right karaoke environment. Yes. People are like, Whoa, Sarah, you can sing. And I'm like, Thank you. Yes. Um, but I'm not really good at it. And I'm not... Like, I'm good at dancing if it's a wedding. But other than that, I'm not that good. Yes. And, um, you know, the dream was to be on Broadway.
1: Surely you've got a part in Chicago. At, at, at the very least, you've got the right accent for it. To, no, I, yeah. I actually
0: don't have a Chicago accent anymore. I, let, like, I sort of beat it out of myself. Okay. Um, but I, I think my dream role is Miss Hannigan in Annie. Oh, right. I can, sing, um, I can sing the song Little Girls, which I'm not going to do now because that northern moment went very poorly for us. <laughs> As a team. But um, I think, you know, really, and I love stand-up, and when I started doing it, and I was 35 when I started doing it, so it was a very late-in-life transition for me, and it was when I started doing it, it truly was that sense of, oh, it was you all along. Oh, this is the one. This is the thing. But, like, my my deep little dark secret that I'm happy to share with an audience yeah. is that um you know my, uh, eventually that I would get successful enough that my agent would call me and be like this is crazy but they w- they're doing Annie in the West End yeah. and they would like to see you for Miss Hannigan yeah. and then like in my 50s I wind up in the place that I wanted to be right. in my 20s
1: okay well that, no, that's that's not impossible is it because there are those parts that that get given uh, not given you know get allocated to people so when they recast them, yes yes and they yes want yes famous people to step in yeah so
0: I have to get more successful as a comedian to then be the West End star
1: okay well you're you're on your way but uh, I know you also write novels uh, I write
0: I've written some very mediocre essay collections
1: okay yeah. Don't don't big them up too much. Well, so I just uh, yeah. that's, that's not just very like, American. You had dirt No, had, I know, but
0: I've lived here for a decade. Yeah, you, you remember you what adopted I said what, way. Oh, what you guys have done to oh, me? You, you
1: you won't like that. It's just a, this little book I tossed off and the, I know, but yeah, that's sort of
0: how I feel about it. Yeah. Like um the reason I started that the reason I stopped writing was because I was um Basically the, the truth is is that in the wave of like sex in the city being, you know, so we're talking like fifteen, oh god, almost like twenty years ago, when that mm. became this huge thing, it felt like at least in the states, there was this sort of movement yeah. for very like female focused yes. books. And I sort of rode that wave and was able to get a couple of book deals out of it. But I wasn't born for it. And I was just turning out this work where I was like like I'm a reader. I come from a family of readers. I'd be humiliated to have my parents read this stuff, yeah. and not because it's filthy, which it was, but because the writing was so was that not so poor? It was just so medium, okay. and I just wanted to try and make a thing that I would enjoy right. if I were to experience it.
1: So, do so I get the wrong end of the stick? I thought the Harm in Asking was a novel, but is it a collection of essays? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, so. So between, let's say, you know, university days yes. and then 35-year-old stand-up committee, were you writing books or you did you have other jobs that uh... i
0: spent let me think there was like a lot of the waitressing which yeah. is a thing in new york because you you know because of the tips you make yeah. really good money and um you know really good money for your 20s yeah. and um so i would sort of do that and then i tried stand up for nine months like i did i did become obsessed with it when i was about 22 mm. and then i tried it and most people then keep doing it but i would get so interesting to me because when people find out that you do stand-up they're like oh god oh god i can think of nothing more terrifying and i'm like oh yeah it's terror i'm scared every day i'm always scared by it basically when i tried it at 22 i would get so overwhelmed by the panic of it all Mm. and i didn't i sort of had a vague sense of what i wanted to say but no idea how to turn that into something funny But Broadway's
1: your wonder because you you love it to go to?
0: Because it was the thing that made me realize that what I wanted was to stand up on a stage. And it is the thing to which I hope I can ultimately return in my 50s.
1: Yes. Okay. Which is a long way off, obviously. Obviously. (laughs)
0: um,
1: It's a long way off for me as well, but for the different direction. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. uh, So that's Broadway. And and you... Would you put West End alongside Bob? Do you find yes. that as good or nearly as good or even better or, or what?
0: God, that's so interesting. I feel like, hmm, I want to ask the audience, but I understand that's not the dynamic here. I, so I feel, I feel like there's like shows that you want to see in New York, yeah. and then there are shows that you would want to see. In London. Well, there's
1: quite a lot of overlap, isn't there? And yeah, so but Hamilton's some, big in New York and it's come although to London. Although, I have to tell you, yeah. I
0: saw Hamilton in London and I was ready to be such a little snot about it. Yeah. And we, my husband and I went to see it. And I, I mean, my thing is always like, make sure I win you over and I will only ever say wonderful things about your country because yeah. I want you to like me, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's my yeah. adopted home. I choose to live yeah. here. My son is English, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But my truth is that we were watching Hamilton and I was like, these are New Yorkers. And I said to my husband, I went, they brought New Yorkers in. Yes. Fully British actor. Like there was not an American actor among oh. them. And it was, they were brilliant. And so that has disproved my whole opinion. Yeah. But basically, I saw a production here of a chorus line that I thought, eh. yes. But then Hamilton made that, yeah. sort of righted that wrong.
1: I think the quality of dancing in the West End of London has, has gone up. Oh uh, we, we, no because of the influence of american shows coming i'm trying to compete with because now new york and london tend to have it's just not, much not of all a the muchness. same shows but there's quite a lot of shows which are and they're in tokyo and uh, and in, you know, Australia as well. Some of the, you know, that's the dream of people. You get Les Miserables to work. You don't want it just in one place. You want oh it everywhere. Oh my gosh, yeah, or, get that. You know, Andrew Lloyd Webber, I think, has done the same thing occasionally, uh, having things around the world. But anyway, so Broadway, sorry, Broadway, and I don't know why I threw in a, let's compare West End. But So let's go on to your next wonder, which is the NHS. Oh. Yeah.
0: It is like my, I will sort of say half jokingly, that I'm the reason that I married my husband was for access to the NHS. Like,
1: <laughs> it. You're a, quite an old romantic. Aren't I you? really yeah, am. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I just find when people—no offense, because you said your wife was wonderful—but I just I don't I get very uncomfortable when people like yeah. when 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 people say how amazing their partners are. I'm like. <laughs> Isn't that private for you? <laughs> Whereas when someone's like, oh, my God, he drove me crazy. I'm like, Itch. let's get this conversation yes. started. Yeah. Now we can do it. Oh. Um, I, so I have a real hypochondriacal Component to me, right? So I and my mother is a hyper I come from this long line of hypochondriacs. Yeah. So I love medical care. Okay. I want everything investigated all the time, always. Yes. Also, I'm like a freelance person, so I've never in the U.S. like I've never had that sort of health care that you have to have from a job. Yes. Also, I'm very very tight. I'm very cheap. Yeah. Like I hate spending money. So so this all sort of culminates in the fact that when I was still in New York, I would teach like adult continuing ed like writing classes and I had an English woman and she was one of the students she was living in New York and she was like working on this essay that she was trying to make funny and it was about how part of the reason she wanted to live in America was because she was a hypochondriac and I was like what what are you talking about like you come from the land of free healthcare?" and she was like no but you never want to be a drain on the NHS and I was like oh I'll be a drain on the NHS (laughs)
1: So let me drain it. The NHS is beginning some financial difficulties recently. Now we know why. Now we know why. You've, and, you've, and truly, my
0: husband, like, there are just, you know, there are different things in a marriage where you're like, I can't yeah. do it. You do it. You do it. And anytime we need someone to get aggressive in yeah. a medical capacity, I'm like, put me on the phone. I'll get this done. <laughs> and like, I get a follow up in the because I'm so annoying yeah. to deal with. I'm overstating this slightly. Please stay on my side. Yeah. But basically, I just, and all joking aside, yes. the idea of just that, like, you know, free upon the point of need, it is there for you no matter yeah. what, is one of, like, eight different reasons that I'm never moving back to America.
1: Okay, all right. Well, that's... it's Because sometimes there's a bit of criticism in the it, NHS, so it's good to have its
0: positive side. But, we're, like, built this is up. the immigrant perspective, you know, yeah. where you're just like, oh, this is... And yeah. I'm not saying that I haven't knocked up against certain issues, but yeah. just the ethos of it all and even the reality of it, I'm always, yeah. like, all grateful. Right.
1: Okay. You well, I, I was just saying... When I said my wife was wonderful, that was to cover the fact. I've been a bit critical of her, so to cover my back. See, but but but, but here's I, this
0: accent. I can't but, catch sarcasm a but, lot of the but, time. But, it's Very hard for me.
1: <laughs> but I should say she does work in the NHS. So oh, so there goodness. you are, <laughs> my hero. I, I've 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 bigged her up again, if that's the right expression. So um, all right. So the NHS, and I'm hoping you haven't had to take. Too much use of it, in that it turns out it was just hypochondria and not some, you know, serious thing. But you've had a child over here as well. Oh so, yes, yes, so yes, it is. Again, that's I presume that's quite expensive in America if you have to pay for. Oh uh, yeah, all that stuff care.
0: is is horrendous. And also, like over there, I mean, you know, every. They're the issues over here as well, but like over there, everyone—the um, issue that you're dealing with as a pregnant woman—is that they're for—they tend to force C-sections on you All because right. they make more money off a C-section.
1: Oh no! Yeah, I know. It's mm. like a whole
0: messed-up kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um, Whereas over here, the NHS they just leave you. Yeah, you're on. like, please, I need yeah. an epidural. They leave you, and and like, no, you Give you a stick don't. to bite on because yeah. they've <laughs> run out of—they've run out of the correct drug at that point. But so, that really yeah, is like, like
0: I was in—I yeah. was in labor for three and a half days. I was three and in, a half days. I was in labor for. Eighty eight zero hours no. and when my 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 american best friends who are the one my husband was on the phone to where they were she, she yeah. my friends were like where's the baby where's the yeah. baby and it was like just i'm not here yet and i have subsequently learned that because i when i was sort of doing stand-up a few years ago and i had given birth not that long before i would do these like mom and baby gigs so they're for you know parents oh. who have like a three-week old baby with them and they need a thing to do. Yeah.
1: audience, I dare say. Yeah, the yeah. Baby's oh, the crying, worst. Mothers feeding them. No one wants father's to listen to you. Yeah, yeah. It's sort
0: of, you know, all hell breaks loose. But you also don't have to be good at your job, which is kind of good. But anyway, the point is, um, I would I've learned now that the longest they'll let you go, they, there are plenty of women. Over here, who are in labor for five days. And you have to get to five days. De- I mean, this is, you know, assuming you're healthy and everything is actually going okay. Yes. That those are the women who can beat me, the ones who are in labor for five days. That's beyond
1: labor. That's Socialist Worker Party, exactly. isn't it? I mean, that's just, that's just ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I don't think I could have stood uh, there for, or sat there for five days waiting either because uh, it, it can be quite painful. I think men will burn me out, their fathers. <laughs> If you've got somebody, if you've got somebody gripping onto your hand for five days, that can be jolly sore, can't it? That's, uh, yeah,
0: the ladies who are going, oh, please come to my show. It's at seven <laughs> fifteen at the Pleasance upstairs. I'm not sold out today. Um, yeah, it's
1: okay, unpleasant. Right. And, and uh, uh, is there any? I know there was when Obama was president. There was sort of a move to. They they called it Obamacare, didn't yes. they? Yes. Has that has that actually changed anything about? healthcare in america yet to. Do you know
0: the the, tr- the embarrassing truth is that i have i have moved since that's really come into effect yeah. i assume and i i don't think it did particularly for mm. anyone that i'm close to because they had it they yeah. had it through work but it just feels at this point like all those little things are being destroyed yeah. by the republicans
1: well, of course, the Democrats are in power at the moment, so that yeah, in, in but, the but they seat. managed
0: to ruin yeah. things. Okay, all right.
1: So we well, that that's uh, that's, that's quite as uh, good. The NHS has been uh, bigged up there. And uh, your next one is the law, and are you talking the law generally, American law, English law, Scots law?
0: I and you have a, a history in the law yourself, yes, if yes, I'm not I was mistaken. A yes, 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 I feel like really what I think I wanted to be, other than a Broadway actor, yeah, is a lawyer because uh, I love. Justice, right? I really. Well, you
1: you sometimes get that in the. No, well, this (laughs) is the thing. Uh, The
0: reality of the law would probably not be for me, and I don't think I have quite the the brains and the dedication to pass the exam. I don't think that's going to work for me. But I just like when any when things are fair, and one of my formative moments as a teenager is I got into a car accident, and it wasn't my fault. Okay. So I look like sort of the irresponsible. I was delivering pizza at the time. Okay. And while I was using my parents' car to deliver pizza, I pulled out of someone's driveway and this guy rammed into me. So and you're so he,
1: pulling into the road. And the I'm car pull, yeah, wrapped, yeah, so yep, I'm okay. coming
0: out like this and mm. this car does this.
1: Yes, okay. And
0: basically the the guy was real nasty to me mm. so he's like a 40 something man at the time and I'm like a 17 year old girl Right. and he comes for me real hard and he's like I'm a lawyer I'm a lawyer I'm a lawyer I'm a lawyer okay. and then I wind up like telling my parents the story and my parents are listening to it like being like I think you're in the right here like mm. I think some old man at the time you know was yelling at you but you're right so I make the decision to defend myself in traffic court oh wow and I beat him
1: oh well done I know oh, well. and
0: I And my parents, like, my. there's nothing I will ever do that will make my parents prouder than that. Like, it was, my father was like, he was so happy. Not because I was winning, but because he knew I was right. And I just, I understand the law isn't really justice, but in my simple head it is. And I just like the idea again, this is my 50s, are going to be somehow I get incredibly rich and famous like in the next five years. And then I go, okay, that was fine. And then simultaneously, Clive, I get to be on Broadway. Well, in the West End, I'll yes, take, because yeah. I don't want to go back to the US. Please like me. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then I go to law school. And remember how I wasn't ready to do stand-up in my 20s? Yes. But then I was ready in my 30s. I wasn't ready to study law in my 20s, but in my 50s, I'll be one of those people who does it just to make herself smart.
1: Well, I think that's a very good idea. I, I always felt I've had my careers the wrong way around. Because in, when I was a, I was a barrister, oh. and you're young, I mean, yeah, OK, it's good fun, but you, people don't really want a young barrister. They want someone who looks as though he's got a bit of experience. Whereas then I went into doing, uh, well, sort of television. Oh, and okay. people don't want an old person <laughs> looking. So, so it's the wrong way around. Uh, LAUGHTER uh, but it's too late for me. But for you, uh, you <gasps> the could world easily is my go. <laughs> did, I'm clearly, did you study anything like law at university? No, it, no,
0: absolutely not. Mm. And like a lot of my, like I went to this real. It was a um, what you would call a state school. I went to a state school, so it wasn't fancy in that way. But there were just like brainy, mm. so many brains. And so many of my like high school and like um, primary school friends are lawyers, yeah. and I'm not smart enough for it. But I uh, love the idea, and listen, I think I'd be very good in court.
1: I think you would. I think you've got all the qualities of uh, of being able to be a barrister or an advocate in court, in that you appear to be able to speak at some length on uh, on, <laughs> on the issues that are close to your heart.
0: <laughs> I am trying to not be one of those people who gives monosyllabic answers yeah. to make your job easier. No, no, I no, um, no, no. I, I, I am grateful. It I, am I just grateful. mean I hate when people. I know yeah. people who interview for a living, and yeah. they're like, and they'll come they'll, and be like, "How was the thing?" And they'll be like, "How do people not?" No, just don't give me one sec. Come on, I'm trying to give.
1: Yeah, yeah, good. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're giving so
0: desperate to be liked, (laughs) Clyde.
1: We're all loving you. We're all okay. loving you. But whether we'll still love you if you become a lawyer, I, know, I don't know. Because nobody uh, likes lawyers until they need one. Do you one. think so? No. This, uh, well, uh, people don't like the... Well, even in your story there, the guy who crashed into a, you, immediately was telling you he was a lawyer. He was a, Trying to sort of, not threaten you exactly, but intimidate you. But honestly. what
0: about the good ones? Justice. Yes. Yeah, you need to be, ones.
1: and I think you'd be better off in a legal drama rather than... Because <laughs> you could be an actress and a lawyer and, and then things... the. You know, I, you're too young to remember, but, you know, Perry Mason used to always... Do anyone remember Perry Mason? Oh, yeah, love, yeah, that's yeah. what made me... The, he, there was always a big murder case he did, which is yeah. not always the case when you're doing even criminal law. And uh, and then, well and then somebody was accused of it, and he got the the brief to defend her. It was often a her. And it turned out not only she they couldn't prove it was her... She wasn't actually guilty. And somebody else, the real person would leap up in court and start admitting it in the course of him cross-examining somebody else. You think, oh, that's great. I'm gonna do that. Oh. It doesn't often happen like that, unfortunately. No,
0: well, this is I think, as I said, I think the reality of the law is not for me. But I my husband and I have these constant conversations where, you know, like if you get upset about something and you're like, okay, let me just let me unpick why this has gotten to me as a way of trying to sort of diffuse it. Yeah. And it always comes down to something not being fair. And my husband is like continuously shocked at my lack of understanding that life is not fair. Yes. You know, and I yeah. just sort of I know it's one of these things I understand intellectually. Yeah. But when it actually happens, I'm like, what that person's mean? And my <laughs> husband's like, grow the yeah. f up, Jesus. But not so, uh, yet. What are
1: you like in sort of like restaurants or something if they don't, if the, the food is delivered wrong? Or oh. Are you a bit American in, in those sort of ways? It's a
0: very interesting coming together of things yeah. because I, by very interesting, I mean, To me and probably not to you. But um, so I waited tables for like seven years professionally. So on the one hand, I'm in the side of the waiter Mm. and I am kind and I am polite and I will not be difficult. And my mother is difficult, so I try to not be like my mom, blah blah. Um, I know she's not listening, no offense. So basically, but at the same time, when people are bad at that job, Mm. because I know what goes into being good at it. Yes. I got a little yeah. bit of fussy. Yeah. So if someone's like, oh, i don't you feel like when you eat out, it's all in how they handle the problem. Sure. So if they're yeah. like, oh, you know, and I've got a, like a small child and, you know, like m- we went out for dinner the other night and they brought my husband and my our food came first. And then we had to like wait 20 minutes for our kids food. Oh, no. And you're like, this does not work with yeah. a six year old. No. And they were so apologetic. And then everything's fine. Whereas if they're like, yeah, yeah I'm sorry, they said it's going to be another five minute. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? so it's all in how it's handled. My when I embarrass my husband the most is we recently arrived to a restaurant. I really needed to use the loo, number one. Thanks so much for asking. And I said Maybe they shouldn't come to the pleasant's at 7:15, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. It's very disgusting in that way. But okay, anyway, so basically, I needed the loo, okay. right? Okay. And they and I was like, "Oh, can you just show me where the bathroom is?" And she went, "Oh, we don't have that." But if you walk like 10 minutes down that way, and I was like, "Are you yeah. you?" And I was and I was like, "Great. That's great." Yeah. And my husband was so embarrassed by me saying great. That's really helpful yeah. to a waitress who is absolutely lovely and fine. And on the one hand, I'm like, I shouldn't be speaking that way to somebody. On the other hand, you're a restaurant. Where's your toilet?
1: Yeah, I thought almost by law you're, you Yeah, I know. But is you're it? a lawyer, you better go into. Oh this, my God! No, yes, I need to know the, the rules. Yes. <laughs> you've got to have a. You've got to have a a bathroom, a restroom, a loo. Yeah,
0: exactly. it was one of these, like, they're sort of a pop-up, but they're not. Like, oh, all right, that so sort of London stuff that makes me want to move, but I also okay. am kind of into it. All right.
1: Okay, well, I think we've we've covered that, and I'm encouraging you to go into the law. I can see you um, achieving that. Uh, Is this like
0: when you said your wife was wonderful? Are you making fun of me? <laughs> you're it's... like, oh, she'd do great in the law. Yeah.
1: Uh, so the next thing is Magic Mike oh, XXL, double XXL. No, XXL. Magic XXL. Mike
0: double XL. Okay. All right. Sorry. Has any you? I don't want to suggest that we can tell things by people just by looking. Am I correct in assuming you have not seen Magic Mike double XXL?
1: I have not seen it. It's a movie. I know it's a movie. You know and that. And if if you were compiling, if anybody in this room was compiling the list of their top movies of all time, yeah. And and we are doing wonders of the world here, but the. Top, I don't think there's anybody in the room apart from yourself yeah, would have put, right. put the original film Magic Mike on their best film of all time. Let alone a fairly shabby sequel, as I as I understand it. That's but I, where
0: you're yeah, wrong. Exactly. But, I
1: want to hear why. Okay. Of all the movies in the world, and of all the, the gin bars, in the, you've gone into this movie,
0: Magic Mike XXL. XL. It's for me the. It's not my favorite, but it, to me, it's the most wondrous. Okay. Also, we this is one of the ones we can... I'm not going to go monosyllabic with you on this one, but I'll no. keep it brief because I don't feel it's going to land well in the room. Let's well, see tell, how we do.
1: Tell us what the film is okay, about.
0: Okay, so am I correct in assuming? Is that Did anyone in here see the Soderbergh film Magic Mike? Yeah, okay.
1: there's six people in the that's room, fine, room. That's fine, that's fine. And now you're going to lose them with the sequel. But that's but, fine. Uh, yeah.
0: did, you, did anyone in here see Magic Mike XXL? Not a person in here. No. Okay, so that's fine. That will... Tell
1: us about the movie, though. The... This is
0: what's interesting to me about it. Yes, okay. It. So I want. you said that you'd seen Magic Mike, yeah? And did you enjoy it? Parts of it. Parts this of is it. what was interesting. So Magic <laughs> Which parts Mike
1: is the question that itself to me. But th- this but is yeah. the whole
0: thing. This is the whole thing. Is that Magic Mike was done by Steven Soderbergh, this like very serious filmmaker, yeah. and so it was about like male stripping, but it was also a serious film, and it was it was nothing of what it wanted to be. Yes. It wasn't the Soderbergh film that you wanted, but it wasn't a ridiculous film about male strippers okay. either. Right. So. Magic Mike 2 XL comes along. yes, And they give you everything that Magic Mike was supposed to be. So it is about male strippers, but it is so funny. It is so well cast. It is very well acted. I love the arc. There are incredible performances. And nobody knows how good it is. And when my husband, like if it's ever on TV, I'm like, I'll be watching Magic Mike XXL. Yeah. And my husband thinks that it's like... Mm-hmm. I'm doing a shimmy and shake like yes. that. It's sort of a sexy and it's not sexy. It doesn't do anything for me, but as someone who just loves a show, it gives you the most incredible show. And there is sort of nothing uh, it's it's to me. It's like one of my best comfort watches okay. because there's always something. I swear to God, there is always like a new performance where you're like, oh. oh wow, that's really funny, or it's just it's so. Channing Tatum is a comedic genius. That's all.
1: Right. Okay. Um, move on to the next. We'll move yeah, on to the next one. Yeah, it's no, it was the it's, wrong choice for the Directed by uh, Gregory Jacobs. So Soderbergh didn't.
0: Yeah, that was the whole board. thing. Soderbergh yeah. was like, "This is not right," and they yeah. got the right guy for this job. Yes.
1: And, and it's yeah. an incredible is it, film. Is it anything like the full Monty or something like that that people, more people, may have seen, which has got a bit of male stripping in it, and not not the most gorgeous male, but uh, but no, it's funny. This is, funny. Right,
0: this is it's the it it's it's got more sex appeal, but without being sexy right. and i know you're thinking that that makes it a worse film but i think it the lines that it walks as a film just endlessly interest me yeah and i can I, I watch it every year and it's a glorious moment for me
1: all right well i think if, if, apart from anything else you've you've sold this film no, to this crowd and i haven't the, sold the yeah, film yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: there's not a single person in here who's gonna go watch it but it is one of yeah. my yeah Great
1: joys in the world, Well, at least anybody found watching it at home by their partner can say, "Oh, I'm only watching it because I, I saw this wonderful comedian recommending it to me in that fantastic podcast that Clive Anderson does." This is what's going to oh, happen, yeah. or was it Clive James? I can never remember which, but <laughs> the, uh, the one's still alive. Anyway, the um, uh, <laughs> so the uh, the next wonder having booked a date for watching Magic Double yeah. XL. Um, uh, yeah, I sounded like a judge there by calling XXL. I thought it was, uh, anyway, never mind what it was. Uh,
0: but uh, the, uh, my, or, my orthopedic pillow, your orthopedic my pillow. My orthopedic pillow. Yeah. So I have discovered about myself through a combination of marriage and motherhood right. that I am a very difficult sleeper. So I don't think of myself this way. I am not, um, I'm not an insomniac. That's not the thing. But sort of once I had um, a child who is now six, I, I found, you know, they say that thing that like babies, like a a baby being alone is being with its mom. Mm -hmm. And I found that sort of sense of never. And he was like, um, God, it's the most important thing to you when it's happening. And then six years later, you can't remember it. But you know, when, oh, silent reflux. So it's this. It basically it makes it creates a baby, or it did in my case, who could not be put down. You you, you can't lie them down on their backs. You're sort of like holding them for twenty four hours. Oh wow! It's really really hard, and I it it I found it so. Um, like now I remember it and it's so sweet and I wish I could hold my little baby against my yeah. chest again. But it meant I didn't put a baby down for about 10 weeks. Oh, wow. It was really intense. And I, I would get like when I would see moms pushing babies in prams, I would get mm-hmm. like so angry because my baby couldn't go in a pram. He had to be in a baby carrier all the time. And it something changed in me. I really think it changed something. And I became this very difficult sleeper who needs like complete silence and complete privacy. And my husband again now this is gonna going too hard on my husband. I was like, I tried to be funny at the beginning, it didn't work and now it's only gonna get harder. But basically, you know, he'll be like, let me cuddle you and I'm like, please no one touch me while I'm sleeping. Like (laughs) I I need sort of these serene, pitch black silence, nothing touching me and my orthopedic pillow. Right. And to me, my orthopedic pillow is this sort of sign. It, it br- first of all, if you don't have one, I know I didn't convince, and I wasn't ever going to convince you guys on du- uh, Magic Mike Double XL. Hmm. The orthopedic pillow is life changing.
1: And what makes a pillow orthopedic? Is it it has. Does with, anyone in here have one? Or
0: no one in here has an orthopedic no, pillow. Sir, the a tem- little group
1: here who the are, it,
0: it, pillow. No one in here has a temporpedic pillow. Oh yeah, that's also really good. That's what I'm aspiring to. This is, this is a special section
1: of the audience that, that that has obviously done their background reading and has adopted your lifestyle. I feel all the very. Way
0: I just want to be candid. In my, I'm I'm very embarrassed because I knew no one would be into double XL, but I thought the orthopedic pillow people would really relate to. That was a mistake on my part. Um, anyway, it's a tempur pillow. It has this little ridge in it, and it just gives you. All that neck support yeah. that you need as you start to age. And it makes the entire and listen, this is not a young crowd, let's be real with yeah. each other. Yeah. So everyone in here, buy an orthopedic pillow, they're not that expensive, and they they just really complete the sleeping experience. Huh. And as we all get older, like sleeping gets harder. Yes. That's what happened. Yeah. My parents, like my dad's almost 80 now, and his thing is like after five and a half hours, he's like ready to yeah. get on with whatever time he has left. And um, <laughs> at the Pleasance Upstairs. And um, you know what I mean. And he's healthy and he's fine. But the point is, we're not like all going to get better with our sleeping. It gets harder and harder.
1: How is an orthopedic pillow better than having, let's say, two ordinary pillows to to support you? No, because
0: there's too much movement and at this and and this thing, it really holds you. OK,
1: this sounds like there's dozens of things that come on on my Instagram feed, advertising, oh. not just pillows. but So you need this supplement. And it was you were on Instagram. Yeah.
0: That's why I went. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I don't know. I can't get rid of the adverts. And I Oh, this device that like you can undo uh, screws much more easily. And oh, you can do. You've got, and, and every now and then, oh, I'll, I'll buy one of those. And they arrive and they they're no better than something you've the had. The average before. one. Yeah. Is, has
0: there ever been anything that's pleasantly surprised you?
1: In my entire life?
0: No. <laughs> you can answer that more broadly, but I'm curious. Like, have you ever clicked on an ad on Instagram, bought the thing, and been like, actually, this is the, this was the one?
1: Uh, well, yes. I've, I, I, though I've now lost it, which, which sounds like it's impossible to lose. But I found something you could attach to your phone. And, and then you could attach that to your um, belt. so that Because I, somebody stole my phone exactly a, a year ago, oh. and which is very tiresome. It was a proper yeah. pickpocket uh, yeah, job. I had it had was that. A skillful work. Yeah. So I, you know, as a, a, a criminal lawyer, I, I could only <laughs> applaud. You don't don't, don't really applaud the police, because nowadays you, I knew where it was. I mean, I went home and I immediately could see where it was, yep. the exact point where it was. Then you tell the police, it's there, and I'd really better leave it to you to go and get it back for me. And then three days later, after a massive investigation, yeah. Uh, we haven't been able to find your phone. <laughs> well, I can still tell you where it is. I d- anyway, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't really literally. It wasn't exactly because of that. But a few days later, I was once I got the new phone, I, I go to the theatre a lot because I'm interviewing people and i managed to allow my phone to fall out of my trousers pocket and down the back of the- I, can- I can't believe having just lost a phone so then i saw on the when i got the phone back i could see an advert and it you attaches the phone and you attach it to your belt but i took it off <laughs> here and i've lost that so no. oh, so some, okay, okay, so some- okay. literally somebody has stolen the thing that stopped stop to stop people stealing my phone oh you
0: poor thing yeah i had the exact same thing i got i got someone stole my phone and then a week later it fell out of my pocket same yeah, thing yeah. does your wife have an opinion on how you you look when your phone is strapped to your belt
1: everybody yeah. everybody has an opinion yeah. on it yeah, 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 uh, okay. they're all negative yeah but uh, <laughs> what were we talking about we're talking about your orthopedic pillow yeah and these I are just... available worldwide orthopedic pillows
0: uk, baby yeah
1: Okay, okay. So, um
0: Oh my god, maybe they'd sponsor me one day.
1: Yeah. Well, you and, and uh, Odd Films. Yes. So, now your next your next wonder takes us into a, a bigger territory. Uh, oh. So, it's Mount Everest.
0: Yes. So, I was Here's here's why. So, I they're like I think the older you get, the more peace you have to make with the things that fascinate you that you will never do oh, right. so i um th- and, and this is so embarrassing like i can't remember do you ever get obsessed with a book and then you can't remember the author's name and you're like i'm obsessed with this book yeah. wait what's the author um so there was a book it was big in the states it was called into thin air yeah. about this john krakauer that's who wrote it okay. and he you know he goes on these adventures and then writes about it very well yeah. and it was the most terrifying fascinating Thing I've I've read at the, by at that time and it was about these mountaineers and when he went up basically they went in an expedition this was in the 90s mm. and um like many members in their parties died because the circumstances changed and all this yeah. stuff and it's these people who are like obsessed with doing something that could kill them yes is fascinating to me and I'll never so anytime that they, there was like a film that came out and I was like to my husband I was like, oh, should we go see this yeah. film he's like why do I care about Mount Everest I'm like because we'll never go there. Mm. So you want to like consume yeah. all the information about it. My son is getting sort of like interested in mountains where the kids are all and, you know, he's forbidden from going high up a mountain or deep into the sea. Mm. Those are two of my parenting criteria. Yeah. But I just um <laughs> right? Like you don't want them going to, he's like, Mommy, I'll be an astronaut. I'm like, no, you won't. <laughs> You're not going into outer space. I don't
1: know. He may develop into that when he gets old. No,
0: it's I don't yeah. want him floating in space. Yeah. I don't want him at the top of Everest. I don't want him in space. I don't want him. He's like, Mommy, can I explore the ocean? I'm like, No, I don't feel comfortable with my child going deep into the what, ocean. What,
1: what if Buzz Aldrin's mother had been like this? You'd have hopeless.
0: I don't think my son is going to be Buzz Aldrin, but he might be. Stop
1: it. Stop putting your son down.
0: But isn't that better than talking about how great he is? I hate when people are like, My child is amazing. I'm like, To you. <laughs>
1: What, what was that? Seven fifteen yeah. at the Pleasants yeah. upstairs.
0: I'm well, saying that whenever I feel like I'm saying anything reflective of my stand-up comedy. What
1: about the what about this film when the guy had to chop his arm off in order to escape? Exactly. From it? Yeah.
0: And I do not yeah. find these things heroic. I'm like, I don't care. I just don't care. I'm not into these, like I, I I feel zero admiration for people who do death-defying things. Now that's not true about astronauts. I have admiration for astronauts and deep sea divers. Yeah. But like I'm not like um Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Mm. You could have died. How does your yeah. mother feel? I don't yeah. care. I, I like a good book. That's I, interesting I to me. I just
1: feel certain your son, when I know, he, when I he know. rebels against you, will have heard all these comments you've made oh,
0: over the years. Oh, my God. Yeah, and do you know yeah. what? First um, mission
1: to Mars, mum. How about, about that? I'll kill i be waiting for five years, assuming I get back I at know.
0: all. I know. And yeah. you know what? I... Um, I... Okay, so I'm going to say a sentimental thing, but then I'll get out of it relatively quickly. And I've been quite acerbic, so maybe it'll help soften me for the crowd. Um, So when my my brother and I, he's four years younger, I have a younger brother. Yes. Do you want me to move on to the next thing? No. Okay. I
1: I want you to... Finish this sentence okay. at the very least. <laughs> okay. No, I don't mean finish it. Continue Continue
0: with it. Yeah. this glorious oh, anecdote. We've got this
1: yeah, brother here. We don't There's he's, a, brother, he's a new character in the a whole A new discussion. character in the story. Yeah. I have this yeah.
0: younger brother. He's 4 years younger. He is um I just like him. Most people have he's just he's a great guy. Yeah. And he and I got married within a year of each other. So suddenly my parents hmm suddenly had like a daughter-in-law and a son-in-law and the six of us went out one night. And my father who is very, very beta male just cries all, you know, people who are like, they saw their father cry well, I like I see my father cry most weeks. Like he's just oh, right. he's a really emotional, oh. sweet guy. Yeah. And so the six of us were out to dinner and they love my husband. They love my brother's wife. And my, you know, we all got our drinks and we sort of yeah. cheers. And my dad, his eyes filled with tears because he's so emotional. Mm-hmm. And he just went, he went, oh the two of you, meaning my brother, he went, the two of you chose so well. <laughs> he was he was just so, and I thought, oh. my God, right, we, we did. And that is actually such a gift that parents can give their, yeah. that, that kids can give their parents to then get to spend their senior years with lovely, instead of being like, you yeah, know, yeah. Or, or you how you feel icky in yourself in the way I imagine you might if your daughter chooses someone that you dislike, et cetera. And so after that, I'm like, I actually don't care what my son does as long as he's not too high up or too low down. <laughs> um, I just I really want him to be with someone that I like. OK. And for reasons that are very boring and don't need to be discussed. I once got to interview Philippa Perry and I said this to her and she was like she basically she was like. You're screwing him, like she yeah. basically. Those that the, these expectations of what we decide we want is yeah. like a surefire way of ruining your child. So just take mm. it down a notch, Sarah.
1: Yes, is I, what she said to me. Well, I the thought went through my head yeah, as well. Yeah, I know, you're, I know. know. Do you say he's five or six? Six. And you're working out. You hope he has a partner, and he doesn't become an astronaut, and he stays away from the sea. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. But, but, but can we just? Can I just clarify? Yeah. It's not about what he has to be. Yeah. It's about what. I don't want him to do for dangerous reasons. Yes. And then I think what I've done is I've sort of, I've like all the pressure that parents put on yeah. their kids to be something. I'm yes. like, I'm not going to do that. But I've shifted it over here right. onto the idea of a partner that I will get along with. All and right. that's what I'm working on can, for the next we, 20 years. We, I'm done. I'm can, done. Can we, can we make to the next an agreement?
1: Uh, it's a bit of an optimistic day time for me to say in 20 years time we should meet again. Oh I'd love if it. If I'm still around uh, see if there's a, uh, see how it's worked out With Oh my god nan- and I'll
0: bring my son and I'll be like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this rigid weirdo. But
1: but Mount Everest you, you, this is like the epitome of these things you don't want to go yes, to. Yes these things yeah.
0: that I find terrifying yeah. and fascinating that people subject themselves to and I'm just sort of you know it's, it's one of the things you know you'll never do
1: Yes well I don't know because I found the, the word Mount Everest or the words Mount Everest slightly depressing now because until 1953, as far as anybody could tell, nobody ever climbed Mount Everest. Oh. And, then, and then we... Uh, Britain claimed it was a great success because uh, uh, somebody from Nepal and somebody from New Zealand uh, went on a British, a totally yes. British expedition. It, it was, it came at the same time as the Queen was being uh, made queen or crowned. And that was a great thing. But since then, it's now you can't, the reason why you can't climb it very easily now is because there's 25 people in this front of thing. you. And, and there's rubbish on the side. It's, it's a bit like walking around Edinburgh at the moment. There's yeah, rubbish oh everywhere. And there's bodies Dumped in the st- well, it's the same as walking around about. But there's, uh, and <laughs> it's, it's, it's you can't, you can't move for other people, and that's great, and, and ever I can see why if you that's an ultimate achievement for a mountaineer. But what's left? You got, you got to find a difficult route up a slightly smaller mountain just to prove. Oh yeah, I went up the northeast route and nobody on, on one oh, leg God. without oxygen and with a tweed jacket. Yeah, this, instead this of kind it, you of know, thing. This yeah, kind of thing makes yeah, you feel yeah. insane. Yeah. But anyway, but that's still... why it fascinates okay, me. Okay, but uh, so you, but, but Mount Everest. But it, so we've come to your last. we just just about enough time to get oh. in your last uh, wonder, which is a different thing altogether. There's a good range of wonders, might say so. And this is eavesdropping,
0: right? Yes. Yeah. Greatest thing that you can do I think my favorite thing that can happen to me like aside from you know whatever those big moments are in our lives that happen that are like as fulfilling as we hope they will be which are few and far between is like getting to overhear another couple argue (laughs) is my favorite thing that can happen it's like glorious to me and i um so i w- live in london and i was trying to like basically i wound up in this commute that was going to involve a long bus ride i can't read on a bus so i have no choice but to like stare out the window yeah. or listen to a podcast
1: you can't read on a bus i can't yeah.
0: read on a bus no right yeah well there are
1: a lot of good podcasts to listen to nowadays so that's a good idea indeed there but are, are you, well, it's the movement or something you get car uh, yeah, motion, or something motion yeah tickets, i'm always
0: yeah. surprised when people can read you know mm. anyway yeah. but as i learned i don't know about orthopedic pillows so what do I know about people's ability to be on a yeah. bus. But, but anyway, so, and it was, it was nighttime and I had to be on this 40 minute bus. And I was like, ooh, good. I'm going to, what do we listen to? And I get my, and my iPods were, um, the battery was flat. And I was like, classic, like yes. a 40 minute bus, right? There's nothing to look at. Oh, right. me and my thoughts. Ooh. And then, and I am not a religious woman,
1: yeah.
0: but like a gift from God,
1: yes.
0: the couple sat in front of me. The lady's like, well, are you hungry or not? and the guy's like I don't know if I'm, and and it turned, and she it was, it had something to do with this guy, and I understand, like, basically, this woman's husband or boyfriend was hungry, mm. and was not like taking responsibility for his own hunger, yeah. and like making it her job, and she was getting angry at it. But in his defense, I do feel she was getting very angry with it. Yeah. And then, as as happens in any semi or very long term relationship, it's not about the fact that you're hu- It's yeah. then we're bringing in yeah, three brilliant. years ago, so far, and you do the, this thing, the day you and you with always my sister, here, and yes, my yes, mother. Yes, yes, yes. And and it and I was like, yeah. this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it was. It was. It's just my great other people's relationships, yeah. and the, and I don't. You know, if I like you or just feel medium toward you, I wish you all the very best in your marriage. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't. But you know, I just. It's just. It's the, you know, the ins and outs of what people really get into is like catnip to me. Yeah. And I love like, um, there was this show did anyone watch Couples Therapy? Um, no, I get it, I get it, I get it I get it, I get it. But it was it was a show that was about, um, basically it was like a fly on the wall thing where these mm-hmm. couples Had couples therapy, you get it. I was waiting
1: for couples XXL. Oh my god, would be much better. More, (laughs)
0: maybe for you. Um, Again, Mike, Magic Mike is not sexual. It doesn't matter. So the point is, is you think you think oh wait, but any any therapist who allows herself or himself to be on TV is not going to be that good at their job, or the couples who allow themselves to be filmed are going to be a little weird. Just getting to watch other people argue. Yeah. It sort of makes you feel better about things with your spouse. You can like bond about other people. And it's just, it's my favorite. Thing.
1: So do you find it good to listen to other people when they're speaking on their phone? Because you hear half a conversation. So you can you can sort of fill in the gaps maybe. And no. Sometimes people talk about the most intimate things in a loud voice on their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I probably... don't seem to care about the people around them. Well, I, a... do you know
0: what? Because my husband, like a, a, a thing, which again, I clocked very early when I met him, is he's incredibly private. I have none of that to me, clearly. And so like, if we're getting like that and we're out and about, yeah. I cannot be like hmm. deal with it. i'm like yeah. here's my problem yeah you said and he'll be like can we not do this <laughs> yeah. on the street yes. and i'm like then don't be so annoying like yeah. genuine and of course i'm mostly right and he's usually wrong but the, you know the <laughs> just just i yeah. um I am never that satisfied by a phone conversation because I need, I need the whole picture. Okay. I need to know whose side I'm on. Yeah. I like the whole thing. And
1: is eavesdropping easier in America? And I'm mainly talking oh, about New York. Oh, that's such a good question. Because, uh, I mean, it's just noticeable. And I live in london so London's the quietest place but we are a bit tense yeah yeah, but, yeah. and this quiet well yeah. you get to a new york bar it's everybody's talking at the yeah. top of the bar why is everybody it's, but shouting? that's so true we do think. you know what
0: and when i before i moved here i came to like visit like i sort of stayed for three months and it was before it felt like home to me so when i went back to new york i remember it was december and i arrived at jfk airport yeah. and i walked out and it was Freezing, yeah. and I—I'm not allowed to swear, am I? You can do, oh, okay. to you. but I just—I heard these, like these New York cabbies be like, oh, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's great to be home!" <laughs> like, and I really, and I—I yes. I feel that, and yeah. I do, you know, feel this sense of belonging. And I'm not from yeah. New York, but I've always <laughs> felt this sense of. Yeah. I fit in this place, yes. which I never quite did in Chicago and I never yeah. quite do here. Yeah. But um, but that's why it's worse in America because yeah. it's too, it's, give me some, Repressed British people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that is the true treat.
1: Well, well, Sarah, thank you very much. We have right, run out. Of time. I got to choose the wonder of wonders from your list of seven. Oh. The one which struck me as particularly wonderful, as you described it on this uh, podcast. I'm not going to choose Magic Mike, I'm afraid. Really? Uh, no, I'm not. Not even. The too, audience is not yeah. on
0: side with that. For you. I know. You I know. But
1: we've established they haven't watched it unless they've taken no, out th- their phone and they've watched a few minutes of it. While this conversation's gone. You know, it's not bad. This, um, I, t- I think, I think, out of um, I don't think it's going to crop up ever again. Um, the NHS might, but I think, in respect to my former career, I'm going to put the law in. Oh. And so, let's make the law, the law. as uh, yeah. okay. Okay, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, thank you to Sarah Barron for being my guest here on my seven wonders.
0: Thank you for having you me.
1: If you enjoyed this episode of My 7 Wonders, it would be wonderful if you could rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you found us. Thank you for listening.
0: My 7 Wonders with Clive Anderson is a Stack Production in association with Alaska TV and powered by the Acast Creator Network.